For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Peak Beach. I'm Michelle Bash. Also this Saturday morning on WTOP. Why several D.C. police officers who confiscated illegal guns are in trouble. I'm disappointed. I'm Mike Marillo. Russia annexes four Ukrainian regions. Wall Street calls it a sham. A longer wait for some Metro customers south of Reagan National. I'm Ann Kramer. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. I'm Jim Crisul in Raleigh, North Carolina. Ian will continue to dump heavy rain across much of North Carolina and southern Virginia into tomorrow. Dennis Reinert is worried the river near his home outside Columbia, South Carolina will flood. It happens very fast. The creek comes up very fast. It's not like a very gradual thing. You can watch it coming up is so fast. The National Weather Service predicts Ian will eventually dissipate over the mountains of North Carolina and Virginia. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Raleigh, North Carolina. One of the greatest threats from the hurricane is flooding. In Orlando, the rescues continue, says CBS's Meg Oliver. Is there anybody in there? Newly released video shows harrowing moments as sheriff's deputies formed a human chain to pull this woman to safety. After her car was swept away by floodwaters. These two men were plucked from their floating car, trapped when the waters quickly rose. No government shutdown for now anyway, says CBS's Scott McFarlane on Capitol Hill. As is often the case, Congress waited until the 11th hour to do so, but they have approved a government spending plan to keep the government from shutting down at midnight and to fund federal programs through December. It also includes billions of dollars to support Ukraine and billions more for disaster recovery for Western wildfires and to help those impacted by hurricanes. The U.S. is among those criticizing Russia for annexing four regions of Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. We will hold to account any individual, entity, or country that provides political or economic support for President Putin's illegal attempts to change the status of Ukrainian territory. A water crisis in a city in California that doesn't have anything to do with a drought. The tap water in some homes here in East Palo Alto was found to have harmful metals and other contaminants. I don't know where the water is coming from, but it's not good. The study by a local nonprofit found 75% of residents are buying bottled water in a city less than a mile from Facebook headquarters. One of the wealthiest places in the world, people can't even drink their own water. San Mateo County Supervisor David Canepa is calling on the government to replace the old cast iron pipes here that may be the source of the contamination. Matt Bigler for CBS News, East Palo Alto, California. One of the two American veterans released from Russian captivity after being captured in Ukraine says they both prayed for death during the brutal ride to freedom. Alex Drukey says he and fellow Alabamian Andy Hun endured three months of captivity that included execution threats, physical torture, solitary confinement, and food deprivation. 
This is CBS News. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of Washington's top news on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. WTOP at 203. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend. Welcome to a new month. First of October 2022. Periods of heavy rain. We'll see some spotty flooding by daybreak breezy. Lows in the 50s before we're done. We're at 57 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning. Welcome in to the 2 a.m. hour here at WTOP. I'm Dean Lane. Glad to have you along with us this early morning. Weather topping the news, of course, this morning. Our dreary weekend has begun. Thanks, of course, to what used to be known as Hurricane Ian. This storm coming ashore in South Carolina, smashing up some piers in the Myrtle Beach area. Its winds are now down at last check to 40 miles per hour. As the storm spins northward, rain is affecting our area. It will get heavier. The winds more intense. The storm's leftovers are expected to impact southern Maryland more than any other part of the state, actually. I'm in Chesapeake Beach in Calvert County, where here at the Kellams Field Complex, you can fill your own sandbags. Calvert and St. Mary's counties are also offering sandbags to residents who may need them. Coastal flooding and windy conditions are the concern for Calvert and St. Mary's right along the bay. Statewide, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has activated an emergency management team. The State Highway Administration is clearing drainage ditches and BWI Marshall Airport is closely monitoring conditions. In Chesapeake Beach, Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Over in Virginia, the Department of Transportation prepping for the storm's potential impact. It says drivers can expect some lane closures as crews inspect and clear drainage structures. VDOT warns the storm could result in down power lines and trees and other debris as well as severe flooding reminding drivers to avoid flooded roadways and to be on the alert for any high wind advisories through the region, especially on bridges and taller structures. Stay with WTOP all weekend at WTOP and WTOP.com. We'll keep you updated. WTOP News Time now 205. In other news, several D.C. officers have been taken off the streets. This after they're accused now of failing to arrest people they found illegal guns on. I'm disappointed. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says it was one complaint from a community member that started an internal investigation that found seven officers over the past three months confiscated illegal guns but never arrested the person with them. He says it was discovered his body camera footage was compared to the reports the officers filed. The report that they wrote is not consistent with what we see in the video. The officers were members of the 7th District Station in Southeast and other members of the crime suppression team there have been temporarily reassigned as well. He says even though all the guns in these cases are accounted for. We have a responsibility to community to make communities safer and that includes taking bad guys to jail. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 206 to issues of transportation this early morning on WTOP. It's going to be a longer wait, we hear, for Metro riders who are now taking shuttle buses at the Braddock Road, King Street, Old Town, Eisenhower Avenue, Huntington, Van Dorn Street, and Franconia Springfield Metro stations, all south of Reagan National. Those metro stops will remain closed longer than expected. The six stations in that area will remain closed until November. The work to tie in the new tracks to the future Potomac Yard Station was supposed to be finished up by October 22nd. But due to what officials say is unexpected site conditions and remediation efforts, the work will now end on Saturday, November 5th. Metro says crews found issues with the soil that impacted the structural stability of the ground beneath the tracks. 
That work, they say, was beyond the scope of the work to tie in the new tracks. The ground had to be reinforced and the materials installed to make sure it was stable. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. 207, Saturday morning. Welcome to a new month, 1st of October 2022. Glad you're spending the early morning with WTOP. An update on traffic and weather one minute away. Stay with us. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your health care provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCOVID19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Dean Lane on WTOP. Welcome to the weekend, Saturday morning, 1st of October at 2.08. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving in weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. We start in Virginia northbound on I-95. At last report, all traffic was being diverted off to Garrisonville Road. Exit 143 and then sent over to Route 1. That is how you're getting by the crash and what is being described by Virginia State Authorities as police activity. Now, we have seen some traffic getting through in the camera. I believe this is going to be people who are caught beyond the diversion point they were able to turn you around so they're going to have to send you through and they were squeezing by on the shoulder but I think everyone else is still having to divert at exit 143. Farther afield, southbound 95 I can't believe it's happened again. Third crash of the night slash morning southbound 95 being reported after the Dale City car rest area. Again, the third one since 10 o'clock Friday night in that same area with caution as first responders sort things out. Beyond that, southbounders will find crash activity after Courthouse Road in Stafford, exit 140, and that's going to be blocking a left lane. On 66 between Haymarket and the Rosslyn Tunnel, we are good. In Maryland, on the BW Parkway, northbound crash activity after Powder Mill Road should have a right lane getting by. Should have our stuff on 270 done and dusted. We had one crash northbound just at the base of the ramp coming from the Monocacy Scenic View. But I think that one should be gone by now. At last report, limited wind restrictions were still in effect on the Bay Bridge. House trailers, empty box trailers, and any vehicle that can't safely make it across because of the high winds over 40 miles an hour, they're not going to be able to do that. And you're going to have to sit this one out until the winds start to simmer down a little bit sometime soon, I hope. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking that weekend, and it's going to be dreary. It will be wet. It'll be rather blustery, and it will be cool. The jackets and the umbrellas will be needed both Saturday and Sunday, although Sunday will have heavier rain and longer-lasting rain as well. Both days, highs in the upper 50s to around 60. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 53 in Reston, 56 Bethesda, 55 in Woodbridge, 57 in Holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Longfin. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Long Fence. It's 210 on WTOP. Good morning. Glad you're with us. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Are you blind or losing vision? Do you feel like it's controlling your life and your decisions, possibly limiting you? Well, 
I've been there. But through the National Federation of the Blind, I have learned that I don't have to allow blindness to define me. And you don't have to either. To learn more and find the support you need, simply visit blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. This is WTOP News. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. New month, October 1st, 211 on WTOP. Welcome in. Hurricane Ian made landfall in South Carolina Friday afternoon. The first time in nearly six years, actually, a hurricane came ashore there. While Ian was less intense than it had been while it slammed into Florida's southwestern coast earlier in this week, it was still a dangerous storm that brought high winds, heavy rain, and flooding. WTOP's own Steve Dresner is right now in Myrtle Beach covering the storm and tells us this morning what it felt like when Ian first came ashore. And Steve at that time says he could not stand in those winds. It was pretty amazing. Basically, from the window when Ian made landfall about 2.05 Eastern until 4.30, it got a little dicey. And as you said, for about a half hour, 45-minute period, Literally, we, we had to hold on to something. We were really getting blown around. Top speeds at one point, I think, was around 89, 90 miles per hour with something else. We have been reporting that four piers, some of them in Myrtle Beach, some of them a little farther away, have gotten smashed up. I understand you and your Weather Channel team may be uh, taking a survey when you can actually really get a good look. But what do you know about those piers and that damage? We are going to go to Cherry Grove Pier, three others, one of which the Apache Pier, which is about, oh, five miles north of me. The Apache Pier was the longest wooden pier on the East Coast. And that got chopped up and broke away. Uh, Pauly's Island, there was a pier that was lost there. So um, these are older structures, understandably so. But unfortunately, they fell victim to Ian, to say the least. What else, Steve, have you seen around you by way of damage or people doing good things for one another, trying to recover and that kind of thing? Well, I, I have to say, uh, Dimitri, uh, quite a number of customers still without power. You know, at one point we topped about 212,000. That has gone significantly down. But uh, just driving the local streets, people did get stuck as far as uh, stranded with their cars. And one gas station owner told me that he's giving away free water. Uh, the area handled this well. There are no strangers to all sorts of storms, hurricanes, and so on. So people did play it smart for the most part. It was very unpredictable. We were quickly out on, on one of the uh, boardwalks out to the beach and it washed away within two hours. The storm surge really took us by surprise. Uh, we had to keep moving back. I tweeted out a shot of a shrimping boat that ran aground, a very large one. You don't see that too often around these parts. For the most part, people did play it smart and it was great to see that. WTOP Steve Dresser in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Carolina talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Remember the last time your family visited the forest? It's a place of wonder and imagination for the whole family, where stories come to life. And it's closer than you think. Ready to plan your next visit? Make the forest part of your story today at a local park near you. Or find one at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects sent tons of people to the hospital? 
And Teeny Ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to a new month, October 1st. Sports time indeed at 2.15. And Mr. Frank Hanrahan. No Nats baseball on Friday night. Rained out. They hope to uh, make it up on Saturday night as part of a uh, split doubleheader scheduled for 1 and 7 o'clock at Nats Park. Nats and the Phillies. They did get a game in on Friday afternoon. Phillies stole six bases as part of a 5-1 victory for Philadelphia over the Nationals at Nats Park. Eric Fetty took the loss for the Nationals. Orioles. They beat the Yankees 2-1 to in New York and hold Aaron Judge without his uh, 62nd homer, so he's still on 61 as the Birds kick off the series in New York with a victory. Commanders are 1-2. and They've uh, looked pretty lifeless, let's be honest, the last couple games. Let's see if they can show something against Dallas on Sunday. They're going to be wearing those all-black uniforms for the first time. They're three-point underdogs. They will not have center Wes Schweitzer in the lineup. He's out dealing with a concussion. Capitals preseason two-zip win at the Detroit Red Wings. John Carlson, Lars Eller goals for the Capitals. NBA preseason over in Japan. Wizards fall to Golden State 96-87. They'll play again as part of this uh, preseason uh, ceremony on Sunday. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 216, Saturday morning, 1st of October. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Among the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour on TOP. Storm surge among the concerns this morning as Ian batters the Carolinas after making landfall Friday between Myrtle Beach and Charleston, South Carolina, smashing at least four piers in the area. Ian no longer a hurricane this morning. Its winds are now down to 40 miles per hour at last check. As the storm spins northward, rain is affecting our area. It will get heavier and the winds more intense. Keep your dial right where it is, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We'll keep you updated throughout this weekend. Of all our troubles right now, we do not, after all, have to worry about that federal government shutdown. President Joe Biden this week signing a spending bill earlier in the evening on Friday that keeps things going through at least mid-December. And Alexandria has told Virginia state leaders it will not follow proposed policies on the treatment of transgender students. The governor says that school personnel and other students will cannot be forced to address their students by their chosen name and identify pronouns. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Hard to believe it's already the 1st of October today. Time for your October Entertainment Guide of D.C. events. Jay Frey's here. WTOP's entertainment editor, Jason Fraley, runs it down for us. Get ready for the killers at Capital One Arena. Demi Lovato plays the anthem. Pusha T comes to the Fillmore. Panic at the Disco rocks Capital One Arena. The Kennedy Center stages Guys and Dolls. The Washington Ballet presents Next Steps. Casey and the Sunshine Band plays the anthem, Iron Maiden rocks Capital One Arena, and Chris Rock cracks up DAR Constitution Hall. See the full guide on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP at 218. Driving your mother on the 8s, here's Ian Crawford. 
We have new issues and lots of them all of a sudden on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. We're going to start northbound as you leave the Capitol Beltway. First thing you'll encounter is the crash we've had after Powder Mill Road with a right lane getting by. And then farther afield, closer to the ramps for BWI Marshall Airport. After I-195, northbound crash activity, and you're going to follow police direction to get around. New crash being talked about is southbound, not far away from our earlier northbound crash. Near Powder Mill Road, follow police direction to get around the southbound crash on the BW Parkway. 95 remains drama-free between the two beltways. 270, now without any issues between Frederick and the Lane Divide, doing very well now, thank you. 50 across the Bay Bridge, wind restrictions remain in effect. House trailers, empty box trailers, or any vehicle that can't safely get across the bridge is not going to be allowed to do so till the winds die down. Beltway is good. We go back to Virginia, and I, I am still scratching my head over this one. Southbound 95 after the Dale City car rest area, our third crash in this same area in about four hours. And crash activity is there, and you're following police stretch to get around. Just getting the update, if I can get this screen to refresh for me i can tell you exactly which lanes are getting by here and it's going to be blocking a right lane so say two to the left to get by the crash activity after the dale city car rest area northbound much improved situation after garrisonville now with two right lanes getting by the earlier crash we had traffic stopped there for the best part of half an hour to 45 minutes before the lanes were finally freed up at least two of them they're still blocking one left lane which pass that you are golden all the way to the springfield interchange 66 no reported delays between haymarket and the roslyn tunnel ian crawford wtlp traffic Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend, and it's a cool, dreary, wet weekend out there. We've got some rain on the radar now, and that's going to continue right on through the morning hours into the day on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, not a complete washout, but it will be wet at times, so keep that umbrella handy. Sunday, definitely wet. Uh, definitely seeing some moderate showers, too, with a high around 60. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we are looking at 56 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 60 in Crofton, 56 LaFont Plaza, 57 at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. From Washington to Kyiv, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The very latest in just moments, Saturday morning on WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. You're listening to WTOP News. Latest in the war now, there were major developments regarding Ukraine this week. President Joe Biden announcing a new round of sanctions targeting Russia after Russian President Vladimir Putin held a ceremony annexing portions of Ukraine, claiming the people living there would be Russian citizens forever. In the meantime, Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, said this week the nation is fast-tracking, apparently, an application to join NATO. 
This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on just how much these sanctions will actually hurt Russia. They could hurt significantly and they could hurt soon because these sanctions are a combination of export controls, visa restrictions, asset freezes, and they serve to further clamp down, if you will, on Russia's supply chains. And the most important part of this, they go after the individuals that are directing these efforts and they're critical to maintaining this effort. As I understand it, these sanctions have also gone specifically after Russia's defense procurement networks. We already know that Russia is struggling to get weapons, to keep those weapons on the field. And this is coming after millions of dollars. In fact, hundreds of millions of dollars of equipment was lost in this last counteroffensive by Ukraine. So this sanctions package could hurt significantly. Hey, JJ, let's go back to Volodymyr Zelensky, who must be rankling Vladimir Putin by uh, submitting this accelerated NATO application. What what happens next? Well, we know that this can happen pretty quickly, because if you remember back earlier this year, there were other countries like, uh, I think, Sweden and Finland that joined within a matter of months. This could happen. So what happens now is NATO members have to think long and hard about it, what this means, a country that's at war is applying for this this membership if they get it one of the things that's critically important about being a member of nato is article 5 and that means that any nato member that's attacked that is taken as an attack on all members so how is that going to impact all of these other countries with a war going on in this country but still it could happen but these countries will all have to think long and hard about it and i'm not so sure about how quickly this will happen if it does now, of course, uh, Putin also says he would use nuclear weapons to defend annexed territory in Ukraine. How are Russia's neighbors responding to that? Yeah, I had a conversation with uh, Hanno Pevkor. He is the defense minister from Estonia, and he was very clear and very blunt about it. He said Vladimir Putin is in this for himself, and he might do whatever he feels necessary that would achieve his goals. And one of the things that we should be clear about is the fact that he's sending people to the front lines of this war that have only been signed up a few days ago is very clear. He's not so much interested in the well-being of these people and perhaps not even winning this war, but he's trying to show people that he's got resources. And so Pevcor says this threat about using nuclear weapons, we absolutely, definitely need to take it seriously because he could launch a tactical nuke at some point in some time during the course of this war. With the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Hillary and Shaw. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP app is your one touch for news, traffic, and weather information on the go. And it's Apple CarPlay and Android Auto enabled. Listen seamlessly from your car to your home and back again. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. The time now is 2.25. Money news. Each half hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh here to wrap your business week. The Dow lost an even 500 points in Friday's session, taking its week-long loss to 2.9%. Personal spending in August was up a more than expected 6.2% from a year ago. Amazon is closing all but one of its U.S. customer call centers, shifting those jobs to remote work to save money on real estate. Nike overshot supply chain response. 
ending the quarter with a 44% jump in unsold inventory. Nike's profits fell 20%. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow, 